Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Well, I'm going to say something some people won't like. Split the party. We'll talk about that after this. What I mean about splitting the party is... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The fact that it's okay to do under certain circumstances. And if and if the GM can handle it. This is kind of advanced GMing. All right. Try and follow me on this. Now, you're, say it's a sandbox. Say, or it doesn't have to be a sandbox. It could be a linear story. Say they're in a certain place and they decided to, let's split up, gang. And figure something out. And most most of the time, the the prevailing the the majority opinion is don't split the party, don't do that. It's a lot more work on your end. Well, it's work, but it ain't much. See, you have these you have these plot hooks all over the place, and use one or two of them and adapt it to whatever the situation they're in. What I mean is, I'm going to give you a quote from Alfred Hitchcock. He said, all movies or stories, all movies boil down to this. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, which means you can have parallel things happen at the same time. You just got to be able to handle it. So they say, okay, we're going to go look for that bugbear. And the other guys go, well, I better, che- I better check over here on uh, the big bad guy who probably sent him or, or something like that, a lead they want to follow. And I say, okay, go do it. So, you know, people think, how shall I say this? People, there are players out there who think, If they don't want to do what the party does, they can just go off and the GM will handle him. Well, guess what? The GM doesn't have to do that. But the GM can do that if he wants. Here's what I'm saying. If you watch any kind of movie, like action movies, Star Wars is a good example. Say The Empire Strikes Back. You've got two parallel stories going on. What's happening with Leia, Han, Chewbacca, and the bots at Cloud City? And what Luke is dealing with R2-D2 with, and Yoda, learning how to become a Jedi. They do converge at one point near the climax. But at the same time, Lucas is bouncing back and forth between them. And the whole thing is, it, this could, you know, take, take a page from his book here. 
This could really benefit you if you know how to do it right. Now, you know, it all comes down to the editing in a movie because that's that's kind of how you do it. You shoot the scenes and then you edit them. And, you know, Orson Welles said movies are made in the editing room. But, you know, anyway, the movie analogy. Say you have a party that's a few characters split off to go check something else. Give them a plot hook. It doesn't have to be a big plot hook, but they will find stuff out and, you know, do that. And this is where the cliffhanger comes in. What you do is you go along, they split off, okay? You go along with the main party, okay? And they're doing their thing. They're running into problems. They're running into traps or whatever. At the precise moment where everything falls to to pieces, not really, you know, at the climax of what they're doing. Meanwhile, over here with these guys, they're investigating. They're investigating. And they find things out. They end up stumbling into a trap. They get captured. And just at that moment, meanwhile, back at the main party, that's how you do it. It takes a little more effort, but you can do it. One, you've got to take good notes, or at least, you know, notes. Okay, they did this, stop there, and you pick it up over on the other one. You know, they, they've got this plot hook going, they've got this plot hook going. And, you know, you can do that seamlessly, you can do that with, and it, it helps the pace of the, of the, of the game, too. It really does. See, I, I started thinking about that. I saw I saw a review on YouTube for F4 Fake, uh, Orson Welles uh, movie by Browse Held High, and he ma- they made he made some really good points about that, about parallel stories. And one thing I've always struggled with playing or running gangbusters is the fact that you will have a disparate p- group of people. This aren't these they're not they're not really in a group so to speak because you have lawmen you have prohibition agents you have newspaper reporters you have private eyes you have this that and the other thing and yeah you can get them all in a room saying okay this is what we're going to do but most of the time they don't do it I try to make them at least be aware of one another but it always seems to split off anyway. And the way I was, uh, the way I could kind of, you know, keep a, keep a tabs on that is the players would naturally fall into groups of two. I have six players. These two are going to check out this. These two are going to check out this. These two are going to check out this. Okay. And I bounce back and forth between them. You just got to know how to do it. You got to know how to, you know, do it at the right time. Because I've been where I'm spending 15 minutes with these characters over here and the other guy's going, what are we doing? We're just watching. And then I go over to the other two characters and I would, you know, do them for, what, 15 minutes. And it lags. It really lags. So you've got to really pay attention to, like, the timing and the pace of the whole thing. That's why this is advanced game mastering. I don't expect novice GMs to follow this. If you were a novice GM, I'd say, just do one story, make sure they stay together. But then as you get more experience under your belt, you can do 
stuff like this. So anyway, I had trouble with gangbusters that way. And it's just sort of naturally, I naturally fell into that. And watching that video kind of crystallized it in my head for me. Because that's not a game that really promotes party cohesion. And that's because that's that's the way it goes. That's that's the name of the game right there. So you have to find another way. I've, I had to find another way to do it, if you know what I mean. So I would split the party. Would, and it's funny, I didn't really have to split them off either. They'll go, okay, I'm going to go with this guy. Okay, sometimes they, they split off in like groups of two or groups of three, either one. But I can make it work both ways. So what you have to do is make sure in prep you have a clear idea of how the story is going to go, whether or not it goes that way. You have to have something to work. See, the thing is, you never know what players are going to do, but at the same time, you need something to work off of. So you plan it out. This is the story. And then I would look around where they're going to be roughly because you never know where they're going to go. Say they're in a city. They're going to go over to the butcher shop. They're going to go to the magic shop. They Whatever. But you have a big general area with plot hooks in there. Or just come up with a couple of plot hooks in case somebody splits off. I will I will do that. Now, that's when you bring it to the table. Then you work it like I said. Here's the thing. At some point in the story, the groups are going to have to come together again. Whether... It's before the climax, at the climax. It doesn't matter. I my first Gangbusters game at North Texas, I had I had two different groups, or rather, a, a, two different couples doing the thing. What it, and it, this was like part two, the speakeasy, the 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 bust for the booze. I had one people going in guns blazing like FBI or whatever, and the other ones were like I had a couple of a reporter or two who got picked up by the the mobsters, the the bad guys. And they said, you know this guy, you're gonna tell us where he is and how we get there. And so he was forced to go with them. It just that's the way it happened. So you have to have something for the other party to do. Now I know you don't have to do this, okay? I understand, oh, it's a lot of work. Well, it's a little work anyway. All you have to do is, it's like when I say I, I, prep, a, I prep a game and I've got the, the whole framework laid out and I would look at the framework and go, hmm, okay, can I add a scene here? Can I add a scene there? And keep those on the side in case, in case your session runs short or something, are they a little too, you know, they pick up too fast for you. You know, I have those in my back pocket. I have those just in case I need them. I've used them once in a while to stretch out the story. And it didn't really hurt the story. But that's why... So you should have like a couple of plot hooks you can, you know, you can just throw in there. Something generic. Something like, I want to find this guy from this this situation. Okay, go find that guy. We'll deal. Okay, I will deal. And I think it makes your game richer if you can do it. 
I'm not, like I said, I'm not sliding people who just want to follow one thing or a sandbox where the group just wants to follow this one thing without, you know, that kind of thing. But so, something like Gangbusters, it it promotes investigation, but it promotes investigation in a smaller way than just, you know, just a big old fantasy party going through a dungeon kicking doors in. Not the same thing. And you can have exciting sequences that happen. I mean, that's another thing. You cut back to another group and the main group is over here, but if the other group has a situation like they're being in a firefight or a big battle, let that play out. Let it play out. And if it goes too long, to a certain extent, you can say, okay, meanwhile, and then do something with the other group real fast. Maybe they get in a fight too. So at their climax, meanwhile, 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 it's always meanwhile. Okay. It's not. And then it's meanwhile because things happen and consequences do have to have their consequence. You have to have to have consequences basically. So have a couple of extra plot hooks over here. You just think about it. I mean, if they're going to a mansion and they're looking for a ghost and they're looking for the ghost, I mean, I'm just probably a Scooby-Doo example. And a couple of characters say, okay, things don't seem right. I'm going to go check the graveyard, which is next to the house. Okay, let them go check the graveyard. And they stumble upon, they may stumble upon a, a clue. They may stumble upon something that's pertinent to the story and they, and they go back to the player and say, hey, guys, come on over here. And then they're together again. So, what I'm saying is, if you can do it that way, take a take a page out of Hitchcock's book, out of out of movies, and pl I'd like to play around with this. I mean, you know, it should not be a you know a frustrating hair pulling out type of thing, because depending on the group, you should only be deal dealing with two two groups, one group with split in two or something like that. So. Don't, don't, you know, don't make things harder for yourself, basically. Just come up with, you know, they're in this area. This can happen, this can happen. Boom, put them aside. And then concentrate on what's happening in the main story. Then, either at the table or beforehand, you can go, oh, that could lead to that, to the main story here. That could lead to the main story here, or vice versa. You know, I'm just trying to give you an idea of, of how to think like this. And if you try it once or twice, it should be, you know, it, I'd like to get it to the point where it's second nature to me. I don't always want to do it. I, I, I mean, if they're, if they're, if the party is going somewhere far and they're like on a ship, well, you could do it. But I'd rather just deal with whatever the whole party's dealing with. Like some guys are up above helping, uh, you know, tack the sails and stuff. And a couple of them go down in the hold and see what's down there and get into trouble. Yeah, they, yeah you, you know, you can do this anywhere. But I'm just saying that you should probably, you should, that's, that's the way I would do it. Okay. If you don't feel comfortable about it, keep the party together. And... You know, just just play, but there's something you can play with. I I find this fascinating. So anyway, I gotta go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor, 
we're monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. For a single donation, my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Benjamin Brodell, John Allen Large, and Aaron. Thank you very much, guys. For other good podcasts, Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe at Biggest Geekus, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. <laughs>